Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife now on this tremendous Tuesday. That's it. Our do not fear scripture for the day is Genesis 50 verse 19. Genesis 50 verse 19 it says, But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid, am I in the place of God? Well, that's it. That's a good word, Mama. Today we're going to continue on keys to the border, the borders of your life without allegiance. Hallelujah. Our scripture here is Proverbs 4.23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. According to Strong's Concordance, the Hebrew word for issues is H8444. It's a real estate term, and it means borders, parameters. Think of that. As we said yesterday, your heart sets the borders of your life. The outside circumstances don't set the borders of your life. What's in your heart sets the boundaries or determines the course of your life. Proverbs 4.23 in the New Living Translation says it this way. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Mm, there is so much to this verse. Yes. Consider this thought when you're meditating on a rhema revelation from the Word of God. Then you're expanding the borders of your life. When you start talking about the promises of God, His promises, what the Word offers you, the possibilities of your life, the things you desire will soon become a reality as you expand the borders of your life. Now let's pick up where we left off yesterday. Mm -hmm. When we have a revelation from the Word of God, it allows us to see further than, well, further than we've ever seen before. And maybe a lot of people that we even know. And Jesus, what Jesus said in John 4.35, John 4.35 says, Say not ye that there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, and they are white already to harvest. Over the years, you know, the church has related this verse of Scripture to basically one thing and one thing only, and that's winning the loss to Jesus Christ, which is obviously a number one goal. But we're not going to just take away only that, because certainly winning the lost and having a great harvest on earth is the start. But harvest is harvest. It says, look upon your eyes and look, lift up, excuse me, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. This verse is not limited to just one harvest. It includes the harvests of our lives. That could be so many things, financial as well. When we look and see how far we can see, the white, the fields are white. The point of it being is if you can see it in your imagination, which is what God gave you, to be able to see things that are be not as though they were. If you can see it in your imagination, then you can have it. Wow. The point is you are lifting your eyes, but you're looking at the very important part, which is the spiritual harvest of what you've got coming you see your future success you see you know what I can have it so if we can see our prosperity that's the way to open the door to be able to have it if you can see the unlimited possibilities and opportunities that lie before you then you know what 
you can have them. So let's go just a bit further. In Romans chapter 12, Romans chapter 12, the Word's talking to us about two areas of our lives that we deal with after we're born again. The part of that of you that was born again is your spirit man. It's connected to God. You have two things to contend with, though. One is your flesh. You know, my goodness, sometimes people come to Jesus with the flesh that's very messed up. Let's face it. We've lived in this world. Um, a lot of the flesh can be easily addicted to so many things under the sun. Drugs, alcohol, sex, pornography. But when we come to Jesus, we have to face these matters of the flesh. God deals with them in Romans 12, 1. And this is what he says. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. This is, that is what we do with our flesh. We present it to God as a living sacrifice. We are no longer our own. We are his, and he will help us. We give him our flesh and ourselves. We yield it as a living sacrifice. Yes. You know, a lot of people say, I don't even know if I could die for God. The point is, are we living for God? I mean, are we letting God <laughs> live it. through us? Um, and then in verse 2, he goes on to talk about what we should do with our minds and our soul realm. This is the realm where the biggest problems come. Our biggest battle, our biggest battle is the six inches between our ears. That's where we fight our battles, is in the battle of the mind. That's why Jesus was, listen to me, that is why Jesus was crucified on Golgotha. Golgotha means the pace of the skull. He, he was crucified on the place of the skull. The skull is your biggest problem, what goes on in between in your skull. So we have to fight, and, you know, the, the biggest fight we have is between our ears. The thoughts that the enemy wants to throw in your mind, they're not thoughts that you necessarily thought up or developed in your own heart. They're thoughts that he's wanting you to think that that's where you came from and that you're pretty bad. But you know what? God has, he is, he is sanctifying us if we allow him in to be able to, expand the borders of our lives to be able to see that our lives can be different and not the way they've been programmed over the years. You know, when you were a child, you may have been told you were ugly, fat, poor, and, you know, never going to make anything of your life. But you know that's a lie. It's yes. a lie from the pit of hell. You yes. were made in the image of God, and he can do anything inside of you if you just open up to the possibilities and let him. So what is happening in these borders of our minds is what we're setting in motion. That's why we we talk to you every day about get in the Word, get in the Word, and get in the Word so that He can help you expand what it is that you're thinking about so you can bring about the promises of God. Amen. For example, how clumsy you are, how accident prone you are, how you cannot do anything right. You always make mistakes and you, and you can't get along with people. You could go on and on with that list of what's happened as you said the borders in your life and, and you don't go beyond that. That's why we must guard our hearts and our thoughts with all our strength 
because we said the borders of our life. So what do you do when you become a Christian and you have these borders set in your life? How can you, well, how can we ever get into the realm of walking all that God has for us? Amen. If we cannot expand our borders, we can. But by the grace of God, Amen. we can and will. If we continue to apply it to our lives, there are borders, well, our lives, well, our borders will expand clear into eternal life. Think of that. Ephesians 2a, 2a classic. So powerful. For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you're saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not just of yourselves, of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but is a gift of God. Did you get that? It did not come through your own striving. There's nothing you can possibly do. Sorry. When we are born again, we're given the grace we need for the journey ahead. And the better news is, in verse 9, which says, Not because of works, for the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. It is not the result of what anyone can possibly do. So no one can pride himself in, in it or take glory to himself. That's it. It was not the result of what you did, but what you believe God for. Mm-mm. There it is. There it it's is. in the Word. The people who've wrestled with sickness all their whole lives, they've been in and out of hospitals and been told they'll never get well. All these negative things have been planted in their minds, but now they're born again. The Word of God declared health and healing for us, but their borders are set by them. They will all, if they're set by them, that's what they'll always have. Listen, we cannot walk in victory, the victory that God has for us, until we expand these borders. That's right. Hallelujah. Mm. You know, anyway, you know, how how far back do you have to move the borders in your life? Well, the scripture in Ephesians 3.20 says, is God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all that we could ever ask or think. Remember, it's not just us doing it. Remember, we t- read the scripture in Ephesians, this grace of God in us that tells us that we can move those borders back as far as our mind will let us. That means there's no limitation on how far back we can push the borders by using the force of grace. But we have to apply the word, and we have to believe it, and we have to keep striving in it. Through grace and faith, we can push those borders back further and further as we believe God to work in our lives. We talked yesterday about, what is it, 3 John First John, third John 2. Mm-hmm. We wish above all things that you would um, prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So That's the good. more your soul prospers, Thank the you, more Jesus. you're pushing back those borders. You can feel like you're going to get stuck. Look, that's the enemy trying to hold you up. You need to move those borders. Do not, do not rely on your own sense of having to do it yourself. That's what the enemy likes to say. Well, you know you're going to have to do it yourself. No, you need to allow God to come in and do this and perform this in you. 
As Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed to this world. The world conformed in, means pressed into a mold. Don't let the world press you into a mold. Don't let what people said to you when you were growing up press you into a mold. Because God wants to transform you yes. by changing the way you think about yourself. By understanding that it is not you. It is a grace of God working in you that allows you to do what you do. And he will take you places you didn't think you could ever go. So true. We just got to have more and more and more of him and not be conformed to the world, but be transformed. So I'm telling you, it's Good stuff, baby. What kind of mole are we talking about? Setting borders with limitations? We have to walk through out of some things, but thank God. When the borders are pushed back, you know that it cannot stay. One of my favorite phrases, our favorite phrases, I should say, in the Bible is, and it came to pass. That's it. Whatever it is that came your way, it didn't come to stay. It is from the enemy. It came to pass. Let's look at it this way. Don't let the world set your borders. That's right. The world wants to set your borders. The Word says that everybody... Well, the world says that if everybody gets sick, when they reach a certain age, there comes this problem and that problem. I want to tell you, when they say these kind of, call it what it is, dumb things on television or wherever, that's not us. That's, that's not you. We live under a different set of rules because we are from a different world. How about you? We're from a different world. Are you? There's nothing spooky about that. We're believers born again. We're in this world, none of it. This is not hard for unbelievers to believe. They think they're from another world. But we're saying to you, be not conformed to this world. But let the world set, don't let the world set your borders. But be transformed, metamorphosed. A total transformation. This next sentence, please get it down inside of you. You cannot go or you cannot see or believe God for. Mm -mm. But the world is unlimited. Amen. Unlimited to us if we are believers. Well, until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts. From the word of God. Hallelujah. Mm. No limitations. No limitations. Jesus name. Amen.